Hello, and welcome back to the Pretty Little Podcast. Did you miss us? I sure did. I sure did. I missed you, Phoebe. I didn't see you for like a whole freaking week. Siri, not again. We're not. Oh, my God. We must be on Zoom. Already? We must be recording on Zoom, <laughs> I can tell. It's If we're in person, it's Alexa. If we're on mm-hmm. Zoom, it's Siri. The AI is out to get us. Yeah, that's that's how you know. That's how that's you our tell. Know. You can she loves whoa, you. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know that song by Amy oh. Adams? Of course I do. <laughs> by Amy Adams from Enchanted, the movie musical with Patrick and Dempsey. And Adina Menzel. Adele I Dezine. love it. I know. And Amy Adams and James Marsden. What a cast. Queen in that? It's got to be someone good. Oh, I cannot remember, but it is someone good. And I cannot for the life of me remember. Hang on. Hold, please. By the please. way, we're your hosts. I'm Phoebe. Oh, sorry. I forgot. They don't know who we are. I'm Caroline Connell. Phoebe moved into her senior, senior freaking year I'm at Belmont University. Moving. Guys, I just, let me paint you a picture of my week so you guys understand how much I wanted to get this episode out to you. Is it Susan Sarandon? I don't even have no clue. The witch? Yeah, the witch. Yeah, she's, wow. she is. She's Susan Sarandon. They're making a second Enchanted. But that's it's gonna be one of those stupid Disney Plus features. Yeah, see, like, but that's one of those things where it's like, just don't touch something that's perfect. And if you are going to, don't turn this into it needs a farce. To be big, it needed to be a theater, a theater showing for sure. Yeah, it needed to be, and a lot of names needed mm-hmm. to be in it. Is it the same people? I think so. Oh well, that's yeah. intriguing. Honestly, but like. Who even sees movies in theaters anymore? I don't anymore? know, because I have been trying... Besides the girls from PLL Original Sin. Literally, I've been trying to see Elvis in theaters for, like, since it came out, I've wanted to see it. And I just, like, yeah, haven't been able to make... I was going to see it tonight, actually, but here we are. Hmm. Guys, hmm. I have been having these days. We're moving in. I'm an RA. Call me a narc. Whatever. <laughs> I am moving in. And our days are just absolutely jam-packed. We're up at the crack of dawn, and we are done literally in the middle of the night, it feels like. And then we're leading into our move-in days. So if this episode's a little bit late getting up, please give me some grace. I'm sorry. I can't, t- I can't listen to anything you're saying right now because of the way you're wearing your headphones. <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked. I'm no, floored. Just- <laughs> I'm gagged. I'm gooped. Why? 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 Guys, Phoebe's. Let me paint a picture. (laughs) So Phoebe, she's she's in her college dorm. She's wearing a shirt that says Phoebe and Phoebe and Phoebe and Phoebe on it. Guys, it's not my shirt. Uh, Her hair is back in a bun or a ponytail, but needless to say, I can't see any of her hair really, except for her hair part in the middle uh, and like plastered down on her head because she's got her big beats on over top that are holding the hair down. So it's like slicked middle parts. I mean, I can't see any other pieces of hair. No flyaways. Um... (laughs) And the headphones, they're, like, a little bit too short. Like, they're not quite at her ears. And they're also, like, basically covering her eyes. <laughs> like they're, they're, like, that far on her face. No, like I have literally ear exposed to the open air so I can see. So oh, my God. I, so I can hear how I loud I'm it. being in my room. Even though no one's moved in yet, so it really doesn't matter. But um, I don't want to be too loud for y'all. Yeah, Caroline's been ignoring my texts, like, all week, guys. For real. No, I haven't. I'm going to go back. No, I'm gonna post receipts. 
Okay, well, Phoebe just sends me TikToks. These are the TikToks. She doesn't send me like actual words. Oh, boo hoo. <laughs> I don't even believe you. So I think my arm is broken, <laughs> but I'm not going to go to the doctor or anything because I'm getting married. <laughs> so we're just going to like wait this one out. Why? But when I was at the beach house, I was pulling down the blinds and I guess I hulked <laughs> out, which I'm known to do. And I like, yanked the blinds down with such force that the entire like bar hits my forearm with, I mean, it felt like it felt like it was like 5,000 pounds. <laughs> like it hit my forearm so hard. I like started crying a little bit and then I was like, I'm not crying. And Anthony couldn't really fix it that well. He tried. So then like the next day I was like, oh my God, my arm hurts so bad. And then I'm like feeling along my forearm and there's like a humongous bump. Like there's like a huge bump, my forearm. Uh, well, speaking of freaking talking out, I have been in full dad mode this week. I think dad would be so proud of me this week. He would never probably say it, but this past week I have fixed so much furniture in this godforsaken building with just freaking Allen wrenches and screwdrivers. <laughs> like with just my freaking mind? <laughs> yeah. With just my freaking mind? What if we like, what if we found out that dad's actually been listening the whole time? <laughs> And he's like completely Honestly, caught here's up. The thing. And he's like, I actually would believe it. And he just I never said like anything about it. Like, ever. Hun, you should listen to this episode of the podcast. He's like, I did. It came out on Thursday. Jeez, <laughs> it came out on Thursday. No, that never would happen. Ever. Like, he for sure does not listen and never will. Never has, never <laughs> will. But. If he did and we didn't know about it, that would be that's so how like we would him. Listen, yeah, we wouldn't know. Yeah, like if he listened, that's how it would be. But he definitely didn't. <laughs> but dad, if you are. But it would be so funny. He's our only one star review. <laughs> He's the one star review. He's like, I've been listening. It's just not that good. <laughs> yeah, we're on episode 20 called Someone to Watch Over Me, which means we have two more episodes in the season. 21 and 22. Holy moly. Holy moly. And then we're going to be on season two. That's crazy. Um, These next couple. I can't wait. So here's a quick little recap of episode 19. I believe it was called A Person of Interest. Does that sound right? Okay. So Emily and Paige call it quits. Oh my goodness. Thank God. Unfortunately, though, Byron and Ella are still together and Arya knows. Ashley decided to kick Caleb out, but that doesn't stop them from fucking in the woods. Freaking crazy. Um, We kind of feel like maybe jenna knows something about Arya and fitz they have like this weird vibe jenna and fitz but also like she has this weird moment with Arya in the bathroom where she talks about teachers being close to students it's very bizarre um but that doesn't stop Arya from throwing a little dinner party where she puts her hands all over that wine glass toby and spencer are falling in love in the motel because they were doing some detective work to find out what jenna's up to um, by the end of last episode, Caleb was cordially invited to stay in the Marin guest room. But what is Caleb up to? Because he, he, so he goes out onto the porch and gets this weird phone call and he's like, I can't keep doing this. And then he hangs up. We don't know what that means, but we're assuming it means because he's super in love with Hannah now that he has to stop whatever he's doing. Is he involved with A? 
the big cliffhanger of last week. And I'm sorry we left you guys on our two-week break for this. Spencer is about to what we can only assume to be arrested because she lied to the police about Ian and she is now a person of interest in the murder of Allison De Laurentiis. That was episode 19. Let's get into episode 20. Okay, so I cannot believe how chill Veronica Hastings is about her daughter being a person of interest in her best friend's murder. And her house being searched. Oh my God, she's like smiling. Like she is giving me... I don't know. She's she's being so relaxed. She's like, <laughs> she's walking it's on just air. the job. She's walking on air. That's exactly it. Spencer's like, what's going on? Like all these agents are are taking boxes out of the Hastings house, and literally Veronica's like, oh Spencer, you know you're a person of interest. Like, I'm sorry, we're just like gonna be cavalier about this. I know we know sh- that Spencer didn't do it, and that's obviously the attitude we're going with. But like, if this were our mom. Oh, my God. She'd be like, you did it, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, be, yeah. She'd be like, yeah. I bet you could actually find something. Um, I read all her diaries, so you could probably find something in the back of her closet. <laughs> Spencer finds out that they're also raiding her room. And Which, okay. she does Pause. what no innocent person does. That, but also, can we just talk? Okay, Spencer, you were a person of interest. They came to your place of residence with a search warrant. And you sound sh- exactly like Veronica Hastings. You're, no, but wait. You're shocked they're going in your room? You, <laughs> Veronica goes, they're searching the whole house. They're up in your room. They're like up in your room right now. And Spencer goes, my room? Yeah, your room. Literally, that would if be the she first wanted place to I'd look, go. If she wanted to look guilty, she really did succeed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's like, my room? And she flies up the steps and her mom's like do not interfere and she can't even hear her mom because her ears are ringing and she's seeing red and she runs into her room and cannot freaking believe it and then veronica (laughs) comes up and she's like you guys want coffee donuts she doesn't say that but she might as well yeah and then um, she's like buddy buddy with these guys so spencer's seeing them go through all these things they're looking for things that connect her to allison which i'm like everything probably does they were best friends but also things that connect her to the murder and then Ian walks through the hallway. Oh my god! And listen, as harrowing as that sounds, something it gets even worse. More sinister happens. He's standing <laughs> in the hallway. He looks at Spencer, and you think that's gonna be it. Then you start to see a bit of a glass appear, and you're like, "Oh, maybe he's drinking water." It is a glass <laughs> of milk, <laughs> and it's he, like a t- it's like a big water glass, and, and it's, it's like, like filled three quarters of the way full, which means he's already had a quarter of it and he took it upstairs um, to just kind of walk past a hallway no here's the deal here's the deal okay you drink milk to make your bones strong apparently when you're growing up if you still drink milk past the age of like mm, 15 unless it's for oreos that's inappropriate unless it's for oreos and then also if you ever take milk upstairs and if you live in a ranch-style house, if you ever take milk into your bedroom, jail time. Immediate fucking jail time. No parole. Life with no parole. <laughs> that is heinous. That is a heinous crime. And it's honestly disrespectful. Disrespectful and inappropriate. Because you're not going to bring that down in time. You're just not. We both, you know it. I know it. We all know it. That being said, Phoebe is a big milkhead growing up. She loved milk. Did and got milk. I don't believe that she didn't take it to her room and well, leave it up there. No. 
Mom and dad were Don't, very... She's like, I'm not even going to argue with No, this. I am. Mom and dad were very strict about us bringing things upstairs. So I probably didn't. They were. Mm, no, you definitely did. In <laughs> fact, Phoebe was a milkhead up until age like 18. I still love a good glass of milk. What the fuck? I haven't had a glass of milk. But like I'm only ever having it with Oreos. Uh, it's not like I like get home and I'm like, you know who actually is a milkhead still and she is almost Lily. 18 years old? Lily Connell. But we can't say this on the app. I mean, on the app, <laughs> on the app, on the app, we can't say it was on the app. Yeah, the milk. I, I, you know, my first thought when Ian walked on the screen was like, he is just so not cute, and I never yeah. would have had a crush on him. And then my second thought was like, oh my god, now I'm scared. <laughs> now, now I'm horrified <laughs> and scared. That was the now escalation I of to, events. And now I need to sleep with a nightlight because <laughs> I'm scared now because I saw him drink a glass of milk. That's something I didn't need to see. That's there are some things we're not meant to see, and that's one of them. Yeah. My least favorite kind of morning. A Montgomery morning. Yeah. Um, okay, so Arya walks downstairs and she is on the phone with Spencer, kind of going through what's going on at Spencer's house. So I can't believe that was all in the morning, apparently. All of that searching Spencer's house was in the morning. Of Where course. was Spencer coming from? Don't ask questions you don't know the answer to. <laughs> don't don't ask questions you don't know the answer to <laughs> i know the point of questions is to ask about things you don't know the answer to I'm so then you do know the answer to them but don't in this podcast do not you're not allowed to be curious here <laughs> no wonder ring aloud <laughs> get lost wanderers um oh my god <laughs> wanderers get lost yeah Anyway, um, so we're in the we're <laughs> we're at the Montgomery household. Arya's being a good friend. I don't know. Sure, it will come back to bite us in the end. And she <laughs> walks into the kitchen, and Byron is like, "Uh, your mom is gonna like swing by and have coffee and take you to school in the morning." And sleuth Arya Montgomery sees that there are two coffee mugs that look like I guess they've been two comically from. large coffee mugs of course and we know they couldn't possibly that couldn't possibly have been coffee for aria because her hands can barely pick them up they are <laughs> so big they're so big and so she puts it together she when she already knows that uh ella and byron are back together so she's like waiting for byron to just admit what happened and so we find out that Ella stayed the night last night and kind of snuck out so she could sneak back in. We learned that so you... So freaking spicy. Ella walks into the house and she's like, hey, I just was around the corner, thought I'd take you to school. And it's like, Ella, it just is so funny because we've just addressed that she like leaves and comes back in the morning. So she like leaves and then comes back and makes up this lie and... Aria like gives this little face like I know what you're up to and her dad's like we're busted um and then Mike comes down and it's basically a family meeting now and they're like are we gonna get back together is she gonna move back in like we need to have a family meeting about this and Aria's like well dinner Mike and I will cook you dinner and she and Mike take about mm, 15 seconds to just look at each other back and forth with different kind of like facial expressions because mike apparently like doesn't want to make dinner that's what he's communicating with his eyeballs but he does seem excited that they might be a family again so because at first he's like doing that like asshole thing where he's like uh mike was like i've had enough change i don't need anymore and then byron's like well we were thinking maybe we would change back i hate his acting 
I do. I hate the acting. I hate the concept of them getting back together. I just really hate all of it. But nevertheless, that is where we are. What a scene. There's so much just happened. Sorry. It's okay. Um, Yeah, a lot did just happen. We start out at the Marin Manor for breakfast. And Caleb and Anna are just playing house. And I'm so here for it. Yeah. Also, Hannah's hair is like a little bit darker. Like it's a little bit more of a natural looking dirty blonde. And I love it. Yeah. I like that better than like the yellow blonde, you know? The only people who like genuinely have yellow blonde have dyed their hair. Like to be that color. Um, anyway, Hannah's also dressed for Christmas. She's wearing like a red and black plaid peplum, again, Victorian-esque, like, sweater or cardigan situation. Oh, my gosh. She is all, she doesn't know which way is up since she had sex. Don't have (laughs) sex. You won't even know which way is up. (laughs) Um, And so Ashley walks in and is like, Caleb, second floor is all yours. He goes up and takes a shower. She's just, like, cool with him now. Yeah, she totally is. She's like, as long as he doesn't make you late to school, it's fine. Ashley leaves, and Hannah goes to put, like, the breakfast sandwich that they made into Caleb's bag. And she finds... This is actually a personal attack on us. The ugliest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. It's an owl brooch, or whatever you call it. Um, It's, like, black and, like, bejeweled. And here's what Ugh. I want to say. Number one. Ugly. Birds. You already know that part of the equation. Number two, Anthony and I, I think it was like, I mean, for like a whole year, we celebrated every single month anniversary that we had. And I think it was like the second one, our, our two month anniversary. And Anthony got me a bunch of presents. And so he got me one, a game of like Monopoly that was like Mario. <laughs> and then... He got me, he got me an owl backpack and earrings and an, an owl Why? earrings that kind of look like that. Um, he thought I liked birds and I was like, I don't know how to tell him. Like we haven't been together that long. I have to be like, I actually fucking hate birds. And like, I'm never, I never want to see this owl backpack or, and I'm never going to wear these owl earrings. And I like left the owl earrings in his car and then you'd be like, oh, you you left the... And it was like, I finally just had to be like, listen, like, I I thought you knew. Because I think he asked. He was like, you never use it. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I hate birds. I don't like owls. Owls are included in that. I don't. And so if anyone gave me something like this, I don't know, maybe Hannah and I are more like than I thought. <laughs> I mean, same boat. She's just choosing to be really into it and good for her. She's so excited. So Hannah does like the classic thing. And, like, takes a picture of it, brings it to school. Honestly, yeah, y'all are... I was thinking the same thing we were watching. I was like, this is just Caroline. (laughs) Oh, my God. Emily's like, oh, my gosh, when did he give it to you that's so romantic? And Hannah's like, (laughs) he didn't. He didn't give it to me yet. Yeah. I mean, yes, I'm a snoop. So is Hannah. Mom will always be like, Anthony, don't let Caroline, like, near your phone. Don't leave her alone in the house. (laughs) Like, don't... don't Anthony actually... For my birthday. Don't leave her alone in the house. Yeah. For my birthday, Anthony had to put my birthday present in our neighbor's house because he thought that I would find it and look at it. And so we, oh my God, we find out that owls are apparently, something tells me that this is not a gift for Hannah. And I think we're going to find that out later. I know. I know. But Hannah's like, they're symbolic because 
we heard owls when we went camping and all this stuff. And she, like, cannot stop thinking about this No, night. no. She's giddy. The girls are swooning. She's like, that perfect, perfect night. To which I say... It sounds absolutely miserable to me. Well, that and also... No one in their entire life has ever described their first time as the most perfect, perfect night. It's like, it's like literally meant to be horrible. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) it is like designed to be painful, to be like fast and awkward and uncomfortable. It's never going to be perfect. So, well, it was for, it was for Haleb. So fuck you. (laughs) For Haleb. Oh my God. Anyway. Aria clearly can't wait to get her rocks off. She's listening to Hannah. She's like, oh my God, please. Can I be next? I was actually dying with this because Hannah's like talking about how perfect this night was. Emily's being so supportive. And immediately we see Aria. Like it's a really random turning. It's a random cut to Aria because like it's at first just a conversation between Emily and all of a sudden we cut to Aria, but she doesn't say anything. We just see her go to her phone to start texting. And it's like, classic aria can't oh think my for god. one second about caleb and hannah she's well, like also, oh my god yeah you know, it'll be like that for me and ezra that's okay though like she doesn't need to think about caleb and hannah having sex so that's okay i didn't um, mean that <laughs> you pervert um but <laughs> we forgot to mention that Paige and sean yes sean ackard walk Ugh. into the cafeteria and sit together and they're like oh my god you're team captain i'm team captain and this is classic it's so classic. Yeah, that's true. The showrunners, I'm picturing them in the writers' room. Like, okay, we have to make Emily jealous somehow. And how are we going to do that with Paige? Who could we put Paige with? They're like, what Sean. could we possibly do that could make Emily feel jealous of this monster Paige? Like, what could <laughs> we do? It would have to be something insane. We're going to put her with Sean, who probably is like a pray the gay away kind of person, is what I'm gathering from him. And so. Aria's like, oh my God. Or like someone, Emily's like giving a death stare. And Hannah's like, it's okay. Like the breakup was a while ago. I'm so happy now. Everyone should be as happy as me. And she's just, but, and Aria clearly gets a little bit annoyed. To which I say, can we just let Hannah have this? Exactly. That's what I mean from earlier. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, when has Hannah been happy? Hannah hasn't had a happy moment since this show started. Hannah got hit by a car. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I will always always come back back to to that. She got literally hit by a vehicle. So Hannah's like, everyone should be this happy. And then all of a sudden, a dark cloud comes over the entire (laughs) cafeteria. Spencer's here. Spencer and her newsboy cap. (laughs) Half felt, half leather. She is an abomination. And she's in, of course, a red and white striped shirt. She's like undercover. Riviera. Yeah. She's got the she's newsboy like, cap on. She's like, please, no pictures. She's like, no pictures. <laughs> Just because I'm a person of interest doesn't mean I'm not like everybody else. I know that I'm a person of interest. And I know that I'm interesting to all of you. But please, no pictures. My God, I just need a little bit of privacy. My room got raided this morning. I had like a little <laughs> bit of privacy. <laughs> she goes to Toby. She's, just, she's like, I just need to get out of here. Toby's Let's like, go to the motel. Toby's like, I understand. He's like, hop on my bike. Then. Oh my goodness. So Spencer's like, okay, yeah, you guys need to be ready. They might come into your house, whatever. They couldn't take my laptop. It wasn't in the warrant. Her mom texts her and is like, you need to come home. And Spencer's like, well, y'all walk me out. Everybody's like, yeah, of course. Even Aria. But not so fast. (laughs) 
Yeah. Because Arya's all the girls get up. Something to do. All the girls get up to walk her out and they're like, Arya, come on. And she's like, <laughs> one second. She's like, I'm, I'm sexting busy. our English teacher. <laughs> I'm literally sexting our English teacher right now. Like, if you could just let me have a minute. And so she's, she she's like, she goes, I want to be, lo- I'm thinking about your eyes and how I want to be looking into them right now. Literally right this second. XO, Aria. Also, you don't need to sign your text. So you don't need to sign your text. Whoa, 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 You just whoa, whoa, don't. Whoa. That was I different. Agree. They were texting each other. You know exactly what I was going to talk about. Okay, yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, we think she's texting Ezra. That would make sense. And so we see a phone buzz on a teacher's desk and we're like, oh, he's about to get this text in front of a bunch of students. And what's that going to do? No. It's Ella Montgomery's phone. She texted her mom. Oh my God. Wait, I didn't get to that part yet. (gasps) I stopped it at her like writing, like composing the text and I paused it on it so that I could read it. But wow. (laughs) Oh my God. But also like. I'm sorry, she can send that text to her mom and it's not immediately like, oh my God, well, she must have sent, meant to send it to the other teacher. Like, you know, it could just be like <laughs> oh, a random kid. Oh, for sure, kid. but still, like, she hasn't told her mom that she's seen anyone and that kind of text yeah. is like in, at 8 a.m. Ew, 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 ew. So yeah, that text message was sent to Mrs. Montgomery. We covered that. <laughs> now, we are in the hallway and Emily's walking to class and Sean approaches her. Sean accosts the girl. And is like, hey, what do you know about Paige McCullers? And Emily's like, literally nothing. We're not friends. I don't know her. Oh, I don't know. She's got mm, tendencies towards murder. <laughs> yeah. What if she's like, oh, I don't know much other than she tried to drown me. I actually can't remember much after that because I had brain damage from all the water that got into my skull. <laughs> That's what I would have said. <laughs> but Emily has a great line here. Sean keeps to be like, I just want something that's not complicated right now. Like, I just, you know, she's fun. She's cute, whatever. And Emily goes, Paige and I swim for the same team, but we aren't friends. And I'm like, yes, I get it. We swim on the same team. <laughs> I don't know her that well. Them in the writer's room, they're like, oh, my God. Yes. That's it. Genius. Genius. But Sean, how dare you think that you occupy any space in Hannah's brain at this point? How dare you? She's busy. She's on to bigger and better things. Yeah, for real. She's on to men, not boys, Sean. Thank you. Then we move to the Montgomery classroom. And they're kind of just talking about Byron and Ella. I don't care about the storyline. I'm not even going to talk about it. No, no, no. Ella goes, but you really need to be more careful about... I'm um, checking who these texts go to before you hit send. And she like puts her f- the phone on Arya's desk and is like, here. And Arya's like, oh my God, this was not meant for you. Arya just about dies, like melts into a puddle. And yeah, she goes, she goes, this was not meant for you. And her mom goes, I know. <laughs> like, it's actually mortifying. <laughs> the thought, the thought of my mother, like, acts, oh my God, it makes me want to die, the thought. Um, but Ella's like, who is this guy? Like, I'm, you know, what color are these amazing eyes? I'm going to have to start scouring the hallways. And Aria gets so snippy with her mom. And she's like, I just, it's private right now, okay? And her mom's like, okay. And then Aria, like, yeah, she pushes it a step forward and she's like everyone's entitled to privacy if you and dad can have secrets why can't i which is where our mother would say because i'm the parent and you're the child and now i actually you have to tell me or you're subjected to chinese water torture this evening that's how that would go in our house 
Okay, so we have this quick little Aria scene, and we're starting to get the idea that, like, all the girls are going to go back to their homes, to their rooms, and kind of get rid of anything incriminating that could be in there. And that's especially important for Aria right now because not only could the police come search her house, but now her mom's going to be back in the house. She knows there's a boy. She might go looking, take a page out of our mom's book. So Aria is kind of taking anything like, but also I'm like, what is wrong with you? She has the Bassia like exhibit ticket just sitting out on her desk. Everything is just out. At first I'm like, oh my God, wait, is she scrapbooking? Is she making a gift? But then she goes to get this book. What is the name of that book? I don't remember. It's sure. It's like Sherwood something. And then I think it's Ohio. Ohio. And it literally, it's the book that, like, okay. it's the book that Ezra wrote in when you need to leave Rosewood. It's like, I'm sorry, when I need to leave Rosewood, I'm not going to Ohio. That's the last place say, I want to go. Like, that's actually so criminal of you. Yeah. Ezra. He's like, stay close. Like, give, her, <laughs> give her the great Gatsby. I don't know. He's like, like, I don't that. want you to dream about anything cool. I don't want you to want to leave <laughs> and go somewhere cool. I want you to think this is all there is. It's Rosewood and Ohio. Those are your two options. Anyway, <laughs> she goes and grabs that book. Like she's going to put it in her bag with everything else that she's getting rid of or taking out of her room. She reads the note and oh, another idiotic put- moment from Aria. Puts it back in the stack of books in her room. She's not going to take it out of her room. I can almost guarantee someone will find it. Oh, and now I'm first. And now I know someone's going to. Yeah, exactly. So that's literally it. Then we go to Spencer and she is deleting any email that is like about, it seems like about A, because a lot of these emails are like from Emily or any of the girls. And it's like re- but why? <laughs> it's like why are they emailing why are we that? Emailing, and why right? is the subject line what to why are we do? Exactly. About it? Listen, <laughs> I wish email was never invented, and I cannot stress that enough. There's nothing I hate more than the invention of email. And when I am big time one day, I don't know what for what, but when I'm big time, someone else will handle. Somebody else will handle the inbox because I'm sorry, that's way too much admin. Nothing is serious enough for an email. I send a lot of emails. Unfortunately, I have to. But like, do I get a rush of anxiety every single time I open that Gmail app? Of course I do. Of course I do. So Spencer's deleting emails and there's a tap on the window and it's Toby coming over to say hey. And he lets Spencer know there's a cop car across the street from her house and they're watching her. And he actually does not yet know that Spencer's a person of interest. So now they've got something in common. This Y'all, is actually a really cute scene between them. It is, but I do want to listen. Y'all know I'm a Toby He looks scene. horrible. I love him. I love Keegan Allen. This outfit. Let me just paint the picture. He is in an orange. It's not. A, I'm not gonna say it's a flannel. It looks. It looks like the material of a regular business mm-hmm. shirt that he is wearing as a flannel over a t-shirt. And so he's wearing the ugliest t-shirt you have ever seen under this orange plaid shirt, clashing all over the place. But the thing about this shirt is that it's not like a normal length, so you can see. His, it's not like you can kind of see his belt. It goes up to like between like where the pants and the belt end. Well, yeah. And the shirt ends. They end at the same spot. That was spot. the style because it was like then you could see their boxers. Because that no one wore briefs. Vile. No one wore briefs. And this time everyone was wearing those boxers. And they like pulled them up a little bit so you could kind of see them. 
vile, 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 vile. Girls are with thongs too. And they're still, it has come back around all those pants, those Maddie Perez pants where like the, it looks like it's a thong. I don't need to see your underwear. I don't. I don't need to see it. Then Toby says, Spencer, do you have any coffee? And she's like, of course I have coffee. And he's like, paper cups. And she says, why? And he says, because you're going to go give coffee to the cops across the street. And you're going to let them know that one, you know, they're watching you. And two, you're not afraid of them. Even if you are, you're going to pretend that you're not. And Spencer's like, you know what? Maybe you should just stay away from me. I'm a person of interest. And Toby has a very cute line. And he goes, okay, people cross the street when they see me coming on the sidewalk. And you are a person of interest and you think your brother-in-law, you reported your brother-in-law to the cops. Who else are we going to hang out with? And it's like, it's a really little bit cute. cute. And Spencer kind of gives a little smile and she goes to take coffee to the cops. With no lids, no cream or su- sugar ready to go. <laughs> She's like, why? This is how Spencer. I like it. Piping hot, scalding. <laughs> They're like, this is burnt. She's like, no, it isn't. It's just really fucking hot. <laughs> She's like, I think you mean thank you. <laughs> she's like i don't sleep i stay up all night you're gonna need this hot black coffee if you're gonna stay up all night watching me too if you want to get on my sleep schedule muchacho you're gonna be drinking a lot of this <laughs> anyway so emily is confronting Paige about sean finally i'm kidding it hasn't been that long but i don't know what they're even doing they're at a bulletin board i don't know why and um emily's like sean came and talked to me today and Paige is like mm. Paige does not want to have this conversation with emily i don't think at all but also i, feel I like don't i don't think it's that problem at all i think Paige is thrilled to have this conversation kinda, no, i don't think it bothers Paige that's at what I was all say. it's like part of her is like she's making it seem like she like wants to go 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 doesn't want to have the conversation but then like does want emily to know that like she it no i'm not getting that vibe at all she's not giving me the vibe of someone who wants to get out of the conversation no this is no no, no. she's like yeah no, no, no i know but what i mean is like she keeps moving away from emily trying to make it seem like it's not a big deal whatever like whatever oh. i we don't need to talk about there's nothing to talk about in that way but she yeah. also wants but she's really excited she wants emily didn't and she's not excited because she's excited about sean She's excited because she wants Emily to see that, like, I can be with someone else. But I also do think she's excited that it's with Sean and, like, she's excited about Sean because she's, like, again, I think there's a part of her, like, she's not on the same or she's not as far along in her journey as Emily is, right? Like, she hasn't really come to terms with her sexuality. I think she's still kind of exploring, like, what exactly it is and... And so I think for her, this is a little bit of an opportunity to like really double down and prove that she's straight and that the Emily thing was nothing, you know, like I think that she, we know she's not ready to be public with this and this is the perfect way for her to push it aside a little bit longer. Unfortunately, that also means pushing Emily aside, which for some reason, unbeknownst to me, hurts Emily's feelings. I'd be like, perfect. Emily, you should be clicking your heels, jumping for joy jumping for joy i don't understand why this is bad why we're upset about this it's bizarre i I just can't get past that but 
Then we go to a street scene with Byron and Ella, and they want us to know immediately that Byron is wearing his wedding band again. He's got this like silver flashy wedding band on and he's they're drinking coffee and he like lifts it up the whole time so we can see it's like glinting in the mm-hmm. sun. They want us to see that like things are on the up and up, but Ella is not wearing hers. No. So. Ella's like we weren't so slick. They knew. Aria knew. And Byron's like, What? <laughs> when? How? That's like Byron, you knew Aria knew. Because you guys you actually talked about it morning. before Ella even knew that. And then Ella spills the beans, little narc. She tells Byron about the text she got from Aria. And Byron, interestingly enough, decides to be a parent of the year. And he's like, you are currently looking at the face of someone who just picked their daughter up from being interrogated by the police. And I think, like, we need to be more diligent and we need to know what's going on in her life. So... He kind of wants to like grill Arya, find out who it is. He wants to really just know the ins and outs of his daughter's life, given what's going on. So it seems like trouble for Miss Montgomery. Arya. So I do not understand, or I don't know why I'm still surprised when Arya is so fucking selfish. <laughs> but here we have another, another moment. She and um, Emily are in like the school's courtyard and... Aria is explaining that she needs to get rid of everything from her house that could clue anyone in that she's like with Ezra. So Emily, one by one, is pulling the things out of Aria's bag. First thing we have, a plastic spoon. From the first time they got coffee together. No one's going to DNA test it, bitch. No one's going to... You can actually throw that away. You can throw that away. It's okay. You can throw that away. You, uh, yeah. You don't know what's on that on that, on that spoon. If I were Emily, I would have, like, dropped it. I would have been like, what? I'm, like, repulsive. Um, then she pulls out a single dart that Aria, I guess, stole from the bar. Literally theft. Ezra read his short story, theft, um, jail time, media, <laughs> life with no parole. And then she pulls out a bunch of chopsticks, which sends Aria into an absolute frenzy. She's like, oh, and she, like, grabs them, puts them back. It's like, what were you doing with chopsticks? I don't want to know. What? Were you just eating sushi or were you pulling a sex in the city and he was eating sushi off your naked body? Like, why are these so triggering for you? I I literally want to know nothing less. Yeah. And then Aria goes, just keep it in your locker, okay? And Emily's like, don't worry. I'm sorry. Aria, what? Every single one of you is in danger of getting your shit searched by the police. Spencer told you this. Aria, you are not the only one in danger. You're not the only one with something to hide. And you're now just going to put it all in Emily's locker where Emily will have to deal with the questions if if anyone even gives a fuck what those things are. Seriously. No one's going to care. People could find every single one of those in your room and no one will care. <laughs> no one have any questions. Fact. Like, no one cares, Aria. Very, no one cares. No one cares. But then. I care about this. I care about this. I, I'm actually, I, I don't remember at all what this is about. Me either. And which makes me feel like it's absolutely nothing. And they just are like, yeah, yeah. how can we well, make it has Caleb to be Because they don't want us to hate Caleb for sure yet. Like, so it has to be something that's easily resolved, I feel like. Yeah. Um, He's on the phone with someone. We still don't know who. And he's like, listen, like, you've got to stop calling. I'm living in her house and you keep calling. And I don't think she's who you say she is. And like, I'm done. Again, you get this like, it's over. I'm done. I'm out. And... It's similar to what we heard last it's episode. It's over. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> That's the name of my new hit single with <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a duet. It's a duet. Good. I would Anyway. Hope that would be what would make sense in that case. Mm-hmm. It's my new hit single with Olivia Rodrigo. 
Yeah, it's a duet. <laughs> okay, well, for all you know, it could be a quartet. <laughs> it could be. There could be other people in there, too. I just didn't name them because maybe Here's they weren't as famous. It's Caroline, Olivia Rodrigo, Sabrina Carpenter, Joshua Bassett. No. <laughs> Nightmare blunt rotation. I know. I want to know. My God. I want to know everything. Um. Yeah. So Aria and Emily heard everything, and I don't think they're gonna let it go. Aria could not be more thrilled to deliver this news to Hannah. She wasted no time. So <laughs> basically, they're explaining. They. I mean, they have jumped to some conclusions about what's going on. Yeah. Here. They really like. They really jumped. <laughs> like they're they're telling Hannah that he's cheating on her. Yeah. Which is like, I don't know, when someone's stalking me and doing yeah. something like fucked up, like honestly, like technological stuff. If I knew the techno boy toy of Rosewood was in the hallways talking to this person, I, I don't know. That might cross my mind. Yeah, it's like I know that with any other group of people, yes, the obvious thing would be there's someone else. But for you girls, mm, you're a little bit different. You're a little bit unique. <laughs> <laughs> like I think there's someone out there who's like, got a thirst for blood who's trying to kill you and stalk you and haunt you and all this shit and that didn't even cross your mind <laughs> like it could have something to do with that so anyway, hannah's like you guys are wrong about him like there's no one else definitely not like there's got to be another explanation and spencer i think notices that hannah's like getting really upset because i mean she did just lose her virginity to this man and spencer's like yeah no i'm sure like there's another reason and then Don 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 Jenna walks by, and what the fuck's around her neck? That ugly ass owl pendant. Can you even believe? No, I'm Can sure you why. Even believe why is Caleb bestowing gifts upon Jenna? Also, let's just recall whose phone Caleb tried to jailbreak. Um, I know, I know. Let's also think about how many guys is Jenna seeing? She's got all these men seemingly None. wrapped around her finger. Ian, Toby. Caleb, like who's next? I know who's next, but like, come on. You just missed my killer joke. What? You said, how many men is she seen? And I said, none. Oh my God. Oh my God. She's seen zero men. That was People. good. That was good. Thank you. I'm sorry. That didn't, that didn't hit me right away, but, but that's really funny. You should add that to your stand-up act. Yeah, guys, I'm working on it. <laughs> um so that's a little bit jarring for hannah she's not thrilled about it then kayla or hannah starts like trying to call caleb and text him and she's like trying to get a hold of him which i don't know like how this is gonna go like what is she gonna call to say is she gonna say i saw this owl thing in your backpack and now i see jenna's wearing it is she gonna say my friends were eavesdropping i think you're cheating like what is she gonna say to him i mean she has to just be honest and if any of the liars are gonna do it it's her I just think I would wait until, like, later tonight when he's at my house again. Oh, that's so fair. Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? I think I'd just be like, well, let's but just I talk about it rather Hannah's, than me, like... Hannah's probably so, like, upset because she was so excited. And now yeah. she's, like, feeling... It's, she just wants to, like, put it out of her mind of, like, I don't... She doesn't think she, she wants to She wants to prove herself right. Yeah. yeah. She wants to be like, look, you guys are you guys are wrong about him. Um, and she wants to do that right away. So then Aria like goes over to Spencer and Emily at the lockers. Emily says, this is so funny. Emily goes, if Caleb hurts Hannah, he's a dead man. And Aria and Spencer give her this look. And if this were original sin, they'd be like, yeah, how you want to do it? <laughs> they'd be like, I'm in, I'm in. 
But because this is Pretty Little Liars, Spencer and Aria look at Emily like, oh, what did she just say? They can't believe she said he's a dead man. And she goes, I'm joking. Just, it's a joke. Um, Obviously. Like, yeah, I pretty much figured that. Obviously <laughs> in any so town goofy. but Millwood. Yeah. When this show decides to take itself seriously for five seconds, I'm like, you can't give me whiplash like this. Like, this yeah. was all a farce until this moment, and you just expect me to keep up? <laughs> You're asking too much of your audience. Um, then Emily leaves, and she goes into the bathroom, but she hears the sound, the grating sound of Paige's voice in the bathroom. Ugh. I don't know who this girl is that she's talking to. Me either. What does she say? <laughs> yeah, I can tell you have no idea what happens in the scene. The girl's <laughs> like, oh my God, I heard about you and Sean Acker. Like, good for you, girl. Like, you know, p- hyping her up. And Paige is like, oh my God, stop. He asked me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, obviously. She's like, he asked me. I didn't ask him. He asked me. She's actually and so... They're uh, like, Paige, you're so aggressive. We just figured that you, like, told him he was going out with you. Like, we, he, you, we okay. saw you all drown Emily, and we know how that worked yeah. out. Yeah, We know, like, the type of person you are. Um, and Emily is pretty upset and kind of leaves the bathroom without being seen. I Again, I'm like, I'm just so not supportive of the storyline. No, and get used to it, girl. <sighs> okay, so I first have to say... Spencer walks into the courtyard where Jenna is sitting on the computer. If anyone were to see the way Spencer looks at Jenna, <laughs> they would be like, yeah, that girl definitely did something. She maybe killed yeah. Allison, maybe blinded Jenna. I don't know, but there's something up with her because she looks, I mean, the look of disgust, it's like palpable. It's almost like I can hear her like scowling. It's so wild. She stops dead in mm-hmm. her tracks. Like, actually, it's not even... It's like when someone stops dead in their tracks and then has to back yeah, step, yeah. like, two steps. Like, she, like, s- walks past Jenna, realizes that it's Jenna, and that she has mm-hmm. the owl on her neck. And her face is, like, as if she up. smelled something putrid. Like, it's... I mean, it is, like, an obvious yeah. face. So, Jenna then takes the owl off of the necklace. We find out it's a flash drive, and she goes to plug it into her computer. Spencer immediately runs to tell the girls. And, like... I just feel so bad for Hannah. She's just standing in this group of girls and every single one of them is like, yeah, so I think Jenna and Caleb are A. And it's like, can we be a little bit sensitive? With Aria our delivery? is like jumping for joy. She's like, see, Aria's see, like, you don't have the best relationship. <laughs> I know. She's been like waiting <laughs> for this. I planted all of she's this like, I was kind of annoyed at how happy you were this morning. So this is really good for me. Yeah, Aria <laughs> is, I mean, she really is. And, and to the point that all the girls are talking about how, like, they think that, yeah, Caleb and Jenna are working together. They must be A. Like, and Hannah's like, you guys don't know what this would mean if it was true. And Emily's like, yeah, we do. <laughs> She's like, oh, we know you had sex. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and Hannah, like, storms away. This is where it kills me. Spencer goes to run after Hannah to, like, be a good friend, console her. What does Aria do? <laughs> Grabs Spencer and goes, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no don't. spence don't. spence <laughs> what don't do that to oh yourself oh my god she's like no no let her go it's like hannah's about to have a fucking meltdown <laughs> like she might really appreciate the support right now but no aria's like no you just let her feel this let her feel her feelings aria's like hate to see her leave love <laughs> yeah. to watch her she's go. like she'll call us later <laughs> anyway she's probably not going to <laughs> she goes to write caleb a note and put it in his locker it's like you need to call me once again 
How long do we think it took Hannah ballpark to write that? <laughs> I know. We don't see her write the first three words. So, like, it really could be any time. I love her nail polish, by the way. It's like a gorge, sparkly purple with, like, big-ass flecks of glitter. I don't know. I love. She then decides, and this is where I'm like, how many places are we going to use the number two on four? You'd think that someone as sneaky as Jenna would be a little more careful and use different passwords. <laughs> like, she's got the two on four room at the motel. Well, to be fair, to be fair, this... I don't think either of these are really well, passwords. Well, really, the combination to Caleb's locker cre- is literally a password. No, here's what I'm saying. She, I know, but she didn't come up with the like school log for passwords. Caleb gave her the password. Okay, but then that's also the mo- like. No, there's definitely a coincidence. I think that's it just is a co- not a coincidence. No, I don't think Jenna was actually. They at would have the just motel. made it something else. No, here's what I'm saying. <laughs> this isn't I real think life. A knew. No, I know. I think A knew that if Spencer was at the motel and like saw 214, she would put those pieces together and not put whatever else is going on together. And it was kind of like a red herring. Mm. Like Jenna's involved with A somehow. I'm going to play this flute music. I'm going to put the bag in here. And it ends up, I'm going to put the glasses on the floor, all that stuff. And then it's really nothing. And then this is really what it is. I don't know. Because Jenna was never at the motel. We don't we actually don't know that, though. I just think that maybe A has something to do with, like, I don't, I think that it wasn't a coincidence that they saw that, that number at the motel. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not a coincidence. But I don't think Jenna has anything to do with it. I think A did that. Mm, I don't know. Because A left the note in the bag. Okay, I don't know. You're getting colder. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, so two and four is his locker combination. And then Hannah opens the locker realizes that yes that's the combination shuts the locker box away we're not gonna go through it doesn't look we're for anything gonna go through that locker I would, i'd search I would everything. Pull every single everything. piece of paper and eraser crud out of that fucking locker and go through it with a fine tooth comb there's got to be something in there um but then we just go i mean we just skip hours we go straight to nighttime in the Marin kitchen, Hannah and Caleb going at it. Their first fight. It's so not really cute. They're going at it in all the wrong yeah, ways. Yeah, not in a hot way. They're fighting. Not in a hot way. We find out what really happened. So Caleb's like, look, Jenna just told me she wanted me to hang out with you and listen. And I just thought it was like some bitchy pretty girl thing. And um, Hannah's like, oh, my God, you were spying on me. And Caleb's like, well, yeah, but then, you know, she found out that you guys wanted her phone. And so she wanted me to do this. And she thinks that your call log is on that flash drive, but actually it's not. It's just junk. Like there's nothing on that that she could use because things started happening with you and me. And like, you know, so so nothing happened here. And Hannah just obviously like is not buying it. And he, oh my God, he goes, no. And like goes to like touch her arm. I yeah. literally, my heart breaks on my face. And she goes, don't touch me. But literally he goes, no. I was like, oh my God, it hurt. And like actually like literally, Yeah, literally aching. And then he leaves and the door slams and like kind of like jumps five feet in the air. <laughs> Incredible <laughs> acting moment. Yeah. It's, uh, so we are in the Hastings living room. And here's the thing that I've always thought about times where we spend times we spend in the Hastings living room when it looks like it, it would make sense for them to be watching TV or to be watching a movie. I don't know. Something like that. They're just always gazing into the fire in this. Is it? Here's a th- here's my question. 
Is it like a fire in Harry Potter? <laughs> or are they talking to someone? Huh. Well, I mean, it's possible. We know it's possible. <laughs> yeah, they're just sitting there and they're sitting like very close to the Toby fire. Toby and Spencer. Like, I, yeah, Toby, Toby and Spencer. Spencer. I know they're sweating. I know they oh, are yeah. hot. They're sitting so close to this fire. And they're sitting there, legs like completely straight out in front of them, backs rigid, sitting on the floor. But it's a very cute, spoby scene. It really is. They're talking about running away. And, oh, my God, so classic. Spencer's like, what is it like to run away? And Toby goes, cold. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, well, haven't you ever run away? Like, hasn't everyone? And Spencer has. And this is, I just have to say, like, give give the Emmy to Troy and Belisario the acting. We are giving acting. Dang it, I just feel bad for her that she has to share the screen with Toby because he is such a bad fucking actor. It's bleak. I'm sorry. I know. Listen. It's bleak. Listen, I love Spoby as much as the next guy. Maybe not as much as the next guy because you know I'm a Haleb girl, but I do really like Spoby and actually maybe more the second time around because I'm like seeing how cute and like nuanced the relationship is. But we can all agree. Number one, I I don't think Keegan Allen's that attractive. Number two... The acting, it's an abomination. It's bad. It's bad. Come on, agree with me. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's not good. And it's okay. You can still like him. You can still like the actor. You can still like the character. You can still like the relationship. But like, you can also be truthful with yourself and with me. <laughs> Acknowledge that he's not a good actor. <laughs> he's just not. Um, but Spencer is. She's such a good little actress. Spencer's she has this whole like, little monologue. Uh, I was seven. I got in a fight with Melissa and my parents took Melissa's side. What else is new? (laughs) My how history repeats itself. She's like, and I ran away. I made myself a tuna salad sandwich. So she's been 40 years old from birth. Yeah. You're seven years old making yourself a tuna (laughs) sandwich. Huh? That Um, tells me a lot. And I ran away and and Toby's like, where did you go? And she goes, (laughs) the movies. She's like, don't worry, it was nothing, nothing dignified. It was something animated. Who cares? Princesses. They were all singing. And then this, like, devastating, like, heartbreaking line. She comes back, and Toby's like, well, were your parents mad? And she goes, they hadn't even noticed I was gone. <laughs> oh. And it's like, that's just, like, where we are again now. She yeah. just, they just do not care for Spencer, it seems, honestly. Um, and Toby ends it with such a cute little line. He goes, do you want to, do you want to say it, Phoebe? Do you want the honors or do you not remember? No, you go for it. I do remember, <laughs> but you go for it. He goes, do me a favor. If you ever decide to run away again, call me first. And then they hold hands. I know. And he seems it's like cute. so happy to be I holding know. And hands. they seem so like at peace. Like, I don't know. It might be the fire, the ambiance, but they just seem very like comfortable and happy. Well, we're getting the vibe that they're the two outcasts of the community right now. And like, right. I don't know. I don't know. Then my heart almost jumped out of my freaking chest. Yeah. Oh my God. Every time I watch this scene, I'm like, Oh yeah. It's like, I know what happens and I still am just shaken to my core. So Byron walks into Arya's room and he like kind of has like this look of like, oh, she loves to read. Wait, at first, books. I have to say this. I'm so sorry. I forgot, but I have to say this. In the Spencer Toby scene, um, that song like To the Sea or whatever, it's like, to the sea, the sea of love. Or it's oh, called Sea of Love. ugly fucking song playing. Oh my God. Wow. Um, I think it's by Feist. 
Oh, it does sound like come feist. with me, my love. So then we like transition to Aria's bedroom, and the same song is playing, but we fade from the original track to a ukulele version. That sounds. It's live. not even a ukulele. That's not. It's like a. It's like one of those like um. I don't want to say it's a harpsichord because it's not, but it's something like that. It's like a celeste instrument where it's like this weird kind of piano huh. that is purposely out of tune. And that is what makes it sound kind of like yeah, a well, toy boxy. I was that yeah, I was like, is well here's what I thought. I thought Aria was playing the ukulele in her room. <laughs> And I was like, no, I this I can't handle. The painting was like a little too much for me. This would send me over the edge. I'm like, and I was like <laughs> sure it was her because it was like it's a little bit off tune. So she's like learning. And and then we see Byron <laughs> in the doorway. We like pan and I'm like, okay, Arya's somewhere in this room with her ukulele. Um, jump scare. Jump scare. There's Byron in the doorway, and I think he is now listening to her playing the ukulele. He's gonna go like, You working on that? You just started working on that? Or like say something like that. Our dad. I was Anytime I play yeah. any song ever, it could be one of his favorite songs. He'd say, you write that? <laughs> did, you, did you just come That's up with that? so funny. I'm like, dad, um, it's uh, Let It Be by the Beatles. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's Blackbird. <laughs> um, yeah. So Ari's not in the room. There's no ukulele. That's not what's happening here. <laughs> But in case you guys, in case Karen's <laughs> world building got you guys off kilter, yeah, that did for not like, actually happen in the show. I'm sorry, it sounds like something that would. Yeah, I'm not like I'm not being crazy here. This no. this is a this is an absolutely a possible scenario, but yeah. continue. Um, and so Byron saunters over to the like chest at the end of Arya's bed where the book from Ezra is sitting, and of course he grabs it. And he opens it and he flutters to every single page except the page that says, oh my God, when you need to leave Rosewood, Ezra. And then before he can get there, Ella is like, Byron, what are we doing? We said we weren't going to be the parents who poke and pry. You mean good parents? Well, what about (laughs) the parents that worry? (laughs) Yeah. He says, I'm like, since when did you decide to be father of the year? You were a father for a couple weeks because your wife left you because you cheated on her. And now you're like, yeah. I know how to be a parent better than you. I'm sorry. And I'm you know what? Ella's that. thinking the same fucking thing. You're right. Ella's like, what is this really about? Like, yeah. we what? taught her to keep things private. You yeah. taught her that things need to be kept private. Yeah, that's And he's like, I so thought true. we were done with this. Byron, uh, we're never going to be done with this. You cheated on your wife that you've been with for 20 yeah. years. He goes, is that still there? She goes, uh, yeah, it is. Like, uh, uh, Byron, of course it is. Literally, of course it is. It wasn't even that long ago. And it might have been long ago for you. You've had time to get over it, but your wife has not been afforded that luxury because you didn't let her have that. So you don't actually get to feel this way. You don't get to feel your feelings, Byron. And then Sorry, Mike bud. walks in on them and they're just in like a full blown argument. And I was like, you can't even agree with me that we're arguing. And Mike walks in and like, there's just no hiding that there's still tension. And I can see it. The writing's on the wall with Mike. He's <laughs> about to act out. So, yeah. Stay tuned for, for sure, that. For sure. So, let's just get the boring shit out of the way, which is what was Spencer and her mom, right? I'm going to look. Hang oh, wait. Emily in the. Um, yeah. Okay. So, it's Aria and Emily in the hall, and they're talking about like just this whole thing with Aria and Ezra. And Emily has the line, there's nothing simple about lying, which of course Arya takes offense to because Arya takes offense to everything. 
And Emily's like, I didn't mean <laughs> it like that. And Ari goes, if you say so. Stupid fucking scene. Literally, she's so annoying. Because Arya's like, I should just pick a boy. Oh, yeah. She's like, someone Arya, nice. shut the fuck up. Tell my mom that's who No one cares that but much. But like, that is what you should do. Just like you should just choose a crush if you want to say you don't have one. This, oh, my God. I rest my case with this. Arya is the girl to be like, I don't want to say. I'm not going to yes, say. Yes. It's private. It's like, just pick someone. It's private. Just pick a crush. Just pick a crush. Grow I up know. and get a Grow crush. Grow up and get a crush. This is going to be on my tombstone. And we also get a nice little <laughs> view of Paige and Sean like canoodling in the so hallway. Me my like three-year-old grandchildren. <laughs> be like, so y'all like anyone? Me and my grandchildren. Yeah. They say no. You're like, well, let me take you to your aunt's grave so you can see how she feels about people like you. People like you who don't have crushes. Okay. So then we go to Spencer and her mommy in Spencer's room. And good news, <laughs> we are like super close to getting that search warrant thrown out. So anything that they did find in Spencer's room, which I'm like, what did they find? Um, anything like can't be used against her. They have to throw it out. Fire, fire, fire. Then. But what what I can't handle, though, is Veronica being like, well, you know, like, we're going to move on. We're going to clear your name. We're going to move on. But what happened is, like, as soon as they found out you and Ian were involved, your name went to the top of the list. To which I say, why? Instead of, like, automatically hearing that, okay, Spencer and Ian were involved. She must have killed Allison. Instead of thinking that, why don't we think, hmm, Spencer and Ian were involved. Spencer's a minor. Ian's not. That makes him a pedophile. I wonder if he was doing the same shit with Allie and that would give him a motive For real. to how it, kill her. How is this? I'm sorry. Do we not have brains? Spencer is a person of interest, Ian has to be a person of interest. How is Ian not? I know. Exactly. And it's like, we, you should at least be investigating him for a slew of and it's other like, crimes. Which we is know. Like, he needs to be on the fucking sex offender list. We know that there are roughly 2,000 Rosewood police officers after the warrant this morning. So it's like, yeah. they have the people. They have the resources. He should, at the very least, he should lose his coaching position at the high school. At the very or least. Or there should just, I mean, you this know? is the very least. There needs to be an investigation open on him, regardless of his connection to the murder. Yeah. His connection to little girls. Um, okay, but then. This fucking iconic scene, which, again, I didn't realize this was season yeah, it's one. it's so good. But I'm living for it. I'm living I was getting tired and then I saw this and now I'm like, I could stay up for 10 more hours. <laughs> it's like a five hour, five hour energy. <laughs> exactly. If I ever get tired during the day, I'm just going to watch the scene and I will immediately perk right back up. So it's Hannah, Aria, Emily in the bathroom. And Hannah basically says like, yep, everything we thought is true. She confirms it. Spencer's not at school. And click, clack, click, clack. Jenna's entered the bathroom. I, I mean, look. I don't blame a bitch. Mm -mm. I do not blame a bitch for doing what Hannah did. No. Uh-uh. What would you have done, honestly? Well, if Jenna walks in that bathroom after you know what you know. I would have left. You know me. We had to take I would have. We had to take a test today that was like, what's your conflict style? Or like, how do you deal with... There are a bunch of different styles of ways that you deal with conflict and like mediate conflict and things. Mm-hmm. Last year, I was avoidant. But this okay. year, by one point, I am now accommodating. And that is what Shelby is calling growth. Wow. But yeah, that's so great. I'm the kind of person who's just like, please, I don't want to deal with it. Enough, enough, enough. Yeah. I'm the kind of person that's like, you'll pay for what you did <laughs> and you'll pay for it right now. <laughs> like, that's who I've always been. I remember actually being in high school and I was in like some rehearsal and there was this bitch who I had major beef with. 
and then my best friend Caitlin was not the girl I had beef with. <laughs> the way you but said Caitlin that, and I were like, in a, the way you said that was like there was well, a, there was there was this bitch who I had major beef with. Her name was Caitlin. <laughs> no, so those are two different girls. But Caitlin and I were like in kind of a weird spot in our friendship. Like Caitlin's one of my bridesmaids. She's like my forever best friend. Um, but we were in like kind of a weird spot. And I get a text from Caitlin, and it's like. I know you were just talking about me like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, excuse me. And I like turn around to see like who's around me. Who's in my general vicinity that would have texted Caitlin like Caroline's talking about you, even though I legitimately had not been talking about her. And I see the girl I have beef with behind me. And I'm like, huh, yeah, I'm putting these pieces together. Like Caitlin wasn't going to throw her under the bus, but I was like, yeah, I think I know what happened here. And I'm like, hey, girl whatever her name was and I like take her aside and I was like I know what you and I just literally like went after her about this and I was like admit that you're lying admit that you're lying right now and she finally did and like it was her that that texted Caitlin just to like start shit she was like Caroline's talking about you in rehearsal and I wasn't and she admit to me that she was lying because I like literally like verbally pummeled it out of her and I was like now text Caitlin and say that right now I want to watch you do it oh my gosh and she did and I really, honestly, after that, she did not fuck with me very much. And that's just the kind of girl I am. Yeah. So needless to say, I would, I don't know if I would have gotten violent, but I definitely verbally would have drawn blood. Hannah just, I've said it before. Hannah is scrappy. Yeah. And I love that about her. Jenna's standing there and Hannah's like, I just want to talk to her. It's like, you fucking liar. <laughs> Walks up to her. Jenna's like, hello. And Hannah, it's like, she looks like she's thinking about what she's going to say. Three, two, one. Bitch slaps Jenna. Her glasses. Oh my God. Her glasses fly like, off the handle. They fly. fly on the bathroom floor. Instead of flying off the handle, they fly across the bathroom floor. Disgusting. She just put those back on her face. Disgusting. And Hannah knows it. Hannah walks over to the glasses, grabs the but, glasses, takes Jenna's hand. Put the glasses in her hand. Jenna's crying. Jenna is crying. Jenna has a red mark on her face. Um, I mean, Hannah slapped the shit out of her. But, but like, you also kind of see the I red see... marks around her eyes from what happened. To her. Yeah. I see a little flash of remorse go across Hannah's face. I don't think it's for the slap. I think it's because she hasn't seen Jenna without the glasses and maybe she sees whatever. Or it's just like for a second, she's like, why did I do that? But then... Uh-uh. She doubles down. She goes, it's Hannah, if you couldn't guess. <laughs> and like a single tear falls down Jenna's face. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Are we surprised? You've been trying to stir shit up this whole mm-hmm. damn time. And you finally got what's coming for you. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm going to say this. Just because you are blind and you were in an accident does not mean you can be a bitch all the time. Right. This is, does not mean you can just like do act this yeah, way. This is how I picture what happened after. Spencer and Emily followed Hannah out. Aria immediately goes up to Jenna. It's like, oh, I can't believe she would do that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, here, can I do anything to help you? Like, totally trying to play the good guy for to be yeah. on her good side, but also, like, not pissing Hannah off. Right. Classic, like, flip-floppy friend. Yeah. No, Aria would do great in Big Brother, the television show. Mm. If any of you watch that, she'd do great because she's so fucking two-faced. I just need to quickly mention something from the last bundle of scenes. Spencer has the tendency to wear, to have bare feet all over the place. And I would just like it to stop. (laughs) 
all over the place. I just like it to stop. That's all I'll say. I just had to say it. Well, no, thank you for getting that off your chest. I think it's good. I think it's healthy. Yeah. Honestly, it's healthy and good. <laughs> um, okay, so we're now in Aria's room. She's like working on homework or she's something. She's journaling. Mike. Okay, sorry. She's journaling. <laughs> she's not playing the ukulele. <laughs> she's not painting. She's journaling. Um, I'm ready to see, like, walk in and see her doing, like, contemporary or, like, lyrical dance in her room. Like, she's like, I'm just, I'm just, like, it's actually a freestyle. <laughs> Guys, you can see it, but um, Caroline just did, like, a little, like, kukululu dance. <laughs> a little, like, hululu. Um, Mike bursts into her room. He's like, what did you do to mom and dad? Like, they were in your room arguing about some boy they don't like. Break up with him lie to them tell them you broke up with them i don't care you always lied before like just do it and aria it'll be okay i feel like this episode oh should my be god called jumping to conclusions though because mike this episode should be called aria's fucking annoying <laughs> That's like actually the whole, the whole show should be called that. <laughs> but like mike i would love to be mad at aria just as much as the next person but you don't really know that aria did anything to cause them to be fighting Mike is on such a like hormonal journey at this time in his life. He's got so much rage inside his body. Like he does, he has no control over his, his emotions, his thoughts his anything. But I mean, he does have control over his actions. Just want to make that clear. I don't care if you're a hormonal boy, you have control over your actions, but you know, you might yell at your sister. He goes, just break up with the boy or just say that you broke up with him. And Arya goes, <laughs> Mike, it's not that simple. Shut up. Okay, so you're confirming there's someone. Yeah, out of control. So she's like, it's going to be fine. Like, we're going to go downstairs. We're going to have dinner. We're going to be a family. So they go downstairs only to find Byron <laughs> in the dark, <laughs> cleaning up the extra place so setting. Ella's not coming to dinner. Um, she just wasn't feeling up for it. She was tired, but they're still going to have dinner. Well, three of them. So then we go to Emily briefly. She's doing homework, whatever. She gets a text. It's from Paige. Are you free? Paige, how dare you? Paige, delete Emily's Move number. Move away Emily, from Emily, block Paige's number. Move away. Move out of the country. Move out of the country. Off the planet, please. Off the planet. We know there are other planets. We know there are other universes, galaxies make, even. Make like a road warrior. You're not one of them. And get the fuck out. And drive and get out of town. Make like a road warrior. Drive off a cliff. We are not endorsing anyone driving off a cliff. I'm just saying. That was just, I don't know um, where that came from. Where did I go just now? Okay. Where'd anyway, you go just now? Um, then, where'd you, where'd you go? Um, Spencer's come in from a run. Again, what is it with Ian? What is it with creepy people? And just like, yeah, just sitting in the dark. Ian is just sitting in the pitch black with like a glass of scotch. Spencer coming in from this run is giving Chris Connell coming up from his basement workout. Yes. She is, <gasps> she is I need out of breath. I need to know what I just did. <laughs> yeah. She goes Who and gets water. me about my workout? <laughs> I'm sure everybody's dad is the same way. I think it's such a dad thing. This has got to like, be universal. You make yourself sweat for like two seconds that everybody must know. Everyone has to know. If dad had a Twitter, it would only be like attached to his like apple running app and he would just like <laughs> share his stats on there like that's yeah. and he'd like retweet anything do. done by like beach body yes he'd exactly like, autumn totally kicked my ass today autumn kicked my ass today her work she's a freaking machine um autumn anyway. from the 21 day fix 
Yeah, in case you're not familiar. <laughs> so Ian is like, you know, they were worried about you. They thought you ran away. We're just really, it's a theme in this Ian, episode. Did you running listen away. to that conversation? Wouldn't surprise me if Ian was like, and no one surprised me one bit. And he He's was like, oh, the house. oh, that'll be good for later. Yeah. So he goes, um, I, th- this like blows my mind because Spencer takes it to a place and I'm like, surely we're not going there. And then Ian confirms it. Yeah. Ian's like, you know, like, I have to protect your sister, our bundle of joy, but I can also protect you. We just, we just have to be honest with each other. And Spencer, in what seems to be a crazy conclusion to jump to, she goes, you want to help me run away, don't you? And I'm like, surely he doesn't. He literally does not deny. And he's like, I'm just saying like, you know, things are about to get a lot harder for you, Spencer. And when they arrest you, like no one's going to be able to help you or it's going to be too late when they arrest you. Her face, like her jaw drops basically. Yeah. Time is running out for you. Take the help. He's literally like, yeah, I want to help you take the help. The lighting in the scene is really peculiar. It's as if mm-hmm. there's a floodlight outside of the Hastings household, but it's nighttime everywhere else. I believe it's just moonlight. The moon is not that bright. I don't care where you are, who you are, if you're Gru. But that's what they're going for. It looks stupid. <laughs> it looks stupid if you ask me. So I don't think Spencer's going to take the help. Spencer, um, if you know anything about her, this is only motivating her to take him down even harder and faster. So we will see. All right. Paige is in the ugliest outfit you've ever freaking seen. Like, was she just at homecoming? She's wearing a (laughs) sequin dress, a purple sequin dress, and high heel pumps. She was on a date with Sean, we learned, but like this must have, they must have gone to a five-star restaurant. (laughs) <laughs> like uh, they have a private chef i'm sorry why are you dressed like that she's not playing it cool in the slightest i just it's and just her not. hair is like really messy she walks she into loves Emily's room. her hair to be messy she it, loves her brand as, new attitude it's as if she has walked through a portal into like an alternate dimension when she walks into emily's room. oh my god it's like she's like looking around day like she's hogwarts in like one, <laughs> literally and she goes nice room a window seat Always wanted one of those. And we're getting one Shut of those. Up. Another one of those moments where she's like the whole, she even says later, it's so easy for you. Like, oh, you had a window seat. So you had a perfect life. It's like, Paige, enough. Here's the thing. What's frustrating to me is this scene between Paige and Emily and honestly, this whole relationship could be a really like lovely representation of how difficult it is for somebody to like come out and accept and like, embrace our sexuality especially a woman and they just made this character so unlikable and so unsympathetic and it makes me mad because it was such a good opportunity because this scene i was no i was thinking the same thing in this scene especially yeah like if this was maya yeah and i don't want this to come across as me and Lindsay shaw nothing but love mose is great but part of me does wonder if maybe it is the like if there's a lack of chemistry between them or like it's the no, wrong actress. I, I can't think it's tell that wh- they literally had her try to drown Emily. Well, <laughs> like, I think it's like they literally overtly made her a villain. That and is now so true. they're trying to very quickly backpedal. And it's like, no, okay. I didn't forget. Yeah, they make no sense. And it's just like, it's a wasted opportunity because a scene, again, if it was someone like Maya or like a character that was kind and that had given us a reason to like them and be on their side and root for them and emily this could be a really touching moving scene but unfortunately we're not rooting for Paige because she's not a good person like she's not a good 
even in this scene, she has moments where she's like mad at Emily for having a window seat. And she says to Emily, like, it's so easy for you, like, because you came out and you're fearless. And like, I think it's supposed to sound nice, but it's like the way that she, yeah, I guess it's the way she delivers a line is so like, you don't get it. It's so easy for you. Yeah. And it's like you, if you asked one question about Emily and stop focusing on you all the time, you would know it was not easy. But, like, mm -hmm. that goes in one ear and not the other for her. So, anyway, Emily's playing it so cool until Paige admits that Sean kissed her on this date. And, obviously, Paige wasn't into it because Paige isn't into men. And she's like, I texted you afterwards and whatever. I guess she's just, like, wishes it could be easier. And what actually made me laugh out loud, though, is Emily's like, you have to be honest. He's like a really nice guy. If you're not into him and he's into you, you have to be honest. Paige goes, you think I should dump him? <laughs> and Emily goes, um, I think you should not lead him on. <laughs> like Emily's like, what, what do you mean dump? <laughs> you guys went on one day. She's like, uh, no, so I think you should not lead him on. Like you need to be honest. I didn't say you need to dump him. I just don't think that's what the situation exactly is calling for. She's like, you think I should dump him? <laughs> unfortunately, the two moved to the window seat. <sighs> Emily's like, I used to look for guys like you who would pull me up on stage, make me sing something I'd never do on my own. Yeah, I think she's trying to be like, you make me fearless, Paige. I'm not fearless on my own. You and make Paige me fearless. And Paige is like literally like increasingly, increasingly walking on actual air. Yes, she's swooning. It, nothing makes me more angry than when I see Paige McCullers walking on air. I know. She, she doesn't it. deserve she it. She doesn't the deserve concept. it. No. She and Emily make out. And when I say make out, I mean make out. We're getting hot and heavy. So hot and heavy on the window seat, which makes me a little nervous for Paige. For Pagey Poo. Someone's going to take a picture. You don't know this, Paige, but someone's stalking Emily. <laughs> Someone <laughs> might take a picture through the window of you guys Who kissing actually, and send it to your daddy. If you really did listen, when Emily told you that she fell on her face, it's because of the person stalking. Yeah. You could, like, what do you mean? You know? Yeah, but, but of course not. that thought would never cross her head. Unfortunately, again, unfortunately, we have to go to a absolutely gut-wrenching scene coming up. Oh, my God. Uh, this is, like, such an example of the pain. I'm so happy I never have to feel again. Ashley Benson is giving her all. Oh, poor thing. She's alone in the bathroom, just sobbing her damn eyes out. And Ashley Marin, like, walks up hears her daughter crying and like puts her head up to the door and knocks and she's like so Caleb's stuff isn't in the guest room he's like oh um he left like trying so hard to sound normal like she's not crying and her mom's like can I come in and Hannah's like no I'm taking a bath and I just feel like Ashley she like rests her head on the door and I just feel like she in this moment feels like a failure as a mother because she decided to allow Caleb to stay even though she knew it was a risk like I think that's what's going through her head and Hannah's oh. just completely devastated. Like, it's so sad. I just, mm -hmm. oh, my God. Hannah doesn't deserve this. Just, can we just let her be happy for one fucking episode? Is it too much to ask? And I've got words for A. I've got words for A at the end of this episode. Fuck you. Fuck you, A. Then we go to Spencer, and she's asleep. And, like, what time asleep. is it? Like, 7 p.m.? Because her mom just got home from work. Pigtail braids, of course. And they died of night. And Veronica wakes her up and is like, whatever, whatever, whatever. We find out that they found something. And yeah, the they found. Warrant. In like mm -hmm. all the stuff that they, they found. They found fibers in 
Spencer's bracelet, the one that Allie gave all the girls. And the fibers matched Toby's sweater that had the bloodstains on it. And the detectives literally think that Spencer, like, I guess, killed Allison and then took Toby's sweater off of her dead body. And her mom's like, I have to ask you, did you take the sweater? And so she's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, Spencer's like, have we forgotten Literally. I'm 16? And they, they think that she, they think yeah. she planted it with Toby. Like, I'm sorry, Spencer's smart, but like, and she's not a psycho mastermind. Well, clearly this wouldn't be a mastermind situation. They found everything. They found the fibers in this bracelet in the three hours they've had everything for the war. Yeah, and and they found it because Spencer turned in a piece of evidence, like, essentially, like, turned, like didn't turn herself in, but made herself look suspicious. Like, I'm sorry, you think she would make herself look suspicious? On, if girl. she really was, had done this, she's smart enough to cover her tracks. Sorry, she just is. Um, and her mom comes to the conclusion. She's like, I think someone is going to a lot of trouble to make you look very guilty. And Spencer's like sobbing in her mom's arms. It's so sad. We I need her mom to just mom, be here for her. Some good little mom moments here. Yeah. Um, okay, we, but you can talk about the A scene. A scene. We see A pull this box down and A opens it. And there's a heart in it that says Hannah. And A takes an actual hammer <laughs> to this heart. And I want to take an actual hammer to A's head at this point. I'm oh so irritated by that. Leave yeah. Hannah alone. Leave, Leave Hannah, Hannah alone. alone. It's like that Chris Crocker video. Leave Hannah alone. Leave you know what I'm talking Brittany about, right? alone. Leave Brittany alone. Wait, did you see what Brittany posted on her Instagram what today? The fuck? The what Krispy the Kreme fuck? thing? <gasps> what? The British accent? Chilling. <laughs> outlandish, outlandish. Um, yeah, so A takes his hammer and just smashes the heart that has Hannah's name on it, puts the pieces back in the box along with a little tube of glue and a note. And I will say that this note sounds like who I know A is in this moment. This note sounds like that A. Like yeah. this note, I would be like, huh. It says, Hannah, try putting it back together. Kisses, A. Okay, so that's episode 20. Whoa. We've got two more episodes left in season one. Very, very excited to move on to season two. So um, let's take a look at next week. We've got episode 21 called Monsters in the End. And it says Rosewood's Founders Festival sets the stage for more secrets. Everyone has something to hide, whether it's a romance or revealing a true identity and intentions. For Aria, Emily, Hannah, and Spencer, keeping things hidden is second nature. Oh, girl, we know. Y'all, I love a Founders Fest. It's giving Gilmore Girls. Oh, it is. I can just tell from like the still for next week, it is giving Gilmore Girls. Guys, it's almost fall, which means it's almost Gilmore Girls peak season. I know it is almost fall, but like I went into Michael's today and it's just all Halloween shit. It's and a then little I went much. Into Home Goods and it's all, and it's like it's August. And Costco, it's all Halloween. It's not even the end of August. It's like the like, middle. It's like barely the smack middle. Smack dab in the middle. And my wedding is before Halloween, close to it, but before Halloween. And so it's actually like sending me into like cardiac arrest every time I see all these. I'm like, it, it makes me feel like my wedding is next week and I have so much to do. So I really just need to either not leave my house. Yeah. Or these stores need to be fucking respectful <laughs> and stop it. Yeah. If you guys could start a hashtag. Out. You guys could start yeah. a hashtag. If you guys wouldn't mind. Hashtag protect Caroline. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about the bachelor party, guys. It was so fun. Guys, most fun I've ever had in my life, I think. 
We'll post pics. Yeah, it was so fun. I, I was on another Anyways, level. Yeah, Phoebe was living her best life that weekend. And I was nervous. I was like, I don't know if Phoebe's going to feel like these people are too much. Like, because that's the most time you've really spent with them, like in one sitting. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I was, so I was like, I hope she feels like comfy because Phoebe is a little bit more like reserved than I am. I don't know if you guys have gathered that at all. Probably not. <laughs> but she is. I was like, I hope she doesn't feel like what the fuck am I doing? Time of her life. She literally had so much fun. Everyone had so much fun. Mm hmm. Which is like so, and everyone was like, now I'm so excited for the wedding. Because it was the first time, like, some of our Pittsburgh friends had met other people in the party. Yeah. And it just was like such a preview of how fun the wedding is going to be. So, and if you guys all go like, rate, subscribe, follow, promote our thing, then I will invite two of you to my wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to be invited to my wedding? Sound off. (laughs) Who knows? You might get one in the mail. Who knows? It's going to be my friends who are like pissed they don't get to come. (laughs) <laughs> my invitations came in they're gorge so yeah and they're thick get on fuck. that <laughs> get on that comment let me know if you want to be invited to the wedding okay well i feel like that's it so <laughs> um thank you guys for bearing with us when we skipped a week you know life happens but it won't happen again until probably get married but we love you guys so much thank you for being patient with us and uh we'll see you next week all right much love bye All right, peace out. Much love. Bye.